Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, e-game is, e-gaming is moving along at record pace. And coming up this weekend, eight of the world's best esports and professional gaming teams will be in the capital Abu Dhabi for the Blast Premier World Final with their sights set on being crowned the best Counter-Strike team of 2023. Etihad Arena in Yas Island is the venue for this prestigious global tournament, which has a prize pool of one million US dollars. <laughs> Every kid who's got a parent telling them, put the computer games down, you've got to say, no, there's money to be made. Seriously, like every time I picked up my console to play Mario Brothers back in the day, <laughs> my mum would be like, no, listen, study, need to become a doctor. I, I, I couldn't make it either ways. Well, there's even an India-Pakistan showdown in esports. But to talk more about this, we are joined by the CEO of Blast, the global esports entertainment company, uh, Robbie Durek. Thank you very much for coming into the studio. Thanks. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Is this a common view that people still are trapped in esports and gaming as uh, what do you do and then you have to explain no this is big business and there's a lot of prize money up for grabs yeah i mean i think it's something that we discover and find in different parts of the world where you know mum and dad want their kids to be doctors and accountants <laughs> and work in medical services etc and then we actually realize that these 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 kids are phenomenally good i mean most of these guys could be fighter pilots they're incredibly strong their hand eye coordination is amazing their strategic ability is just so incredible and so yeah it's something that we come across but it's a great community. This weekend you've got the best of the best that are going to be down there. Run me through sort of the, the age of the competitors and, and the, the nationalities generally that are going to be taking part. Yeah, I mean we've got teams from all over the world, from the States, Canada, from here in, in the region, also from, from Northern Europe and uh, the average age of the competitors are ranging from somewhere from about 18 to about 26, 27. By 26 or 27 you're kind of nearing your retirement in this particular game which is Counter-Strike. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, is, is it because of your hand-eye coordination becoming slightly slower as you age 
because more than anything else more than any physicalities your hand eye coordination are the most important factors i think that is proven and i think your ability to be strategic on the go on the move and really be at the the cutting edge of your career is peaking off at sort of 27 28 mm-hmm. and so that's what we find but then the wonderful thing is most of these individuals go into the game afterwards and become talent with inside it they're broadcasting they're on the they're on the the panels etc it's very very fun i thought it was at 27 they discovered women thought that <laughs> <laughs> That might have been part of the reason. Hang on, oh, there's life outside. You have to remember these Doritos are... and lava lamps, and <laughs> they've got millions of followers around the world. So I don't think they've got they've got a lot of people chasing yeah, after them, guys. I agree. I agree. Well, this weekend you said it is about Counter Strike. Uh, that is the game that's going to be played, and uh, there's a bit of a rivalry. The India-Pakistan rivalry is going to be back in action this weekend. Yeah, I mean we're really excited. This is a completely new format that we've put together here specifically for the region, uh, and we think it will activate all the audiences and that really famous rivalry that exists within the world of cricket as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think that uh, we'll see a lot of people come down to watch that show match. And what you should know is that these are two of the best teams from India and Pakistan, but being accompanied by some of the world's greatest Counter-Strike players inside their teams. That's going to be a great spectacle to watch. This is incredible. Now, talk us through this, you know, when when you're trying to set up a tournament which is as big as this, how does it all work? What is the amount of work that goes behind setting up the final D-Day? Look, it's a, it's a phenomenal operation we have to undertake. You know, we're loading into the arena five days before. You know, you're, you're putting on a huge amount of LED to fill that Etihad arena. You've got many, many staff working across many disciplines. Um, and the planning that goes on takes place all through the year. But you shouldn't forget, this is the final. So these teams have been playing throughout the year to get to this pinnacle. Right. And that's why the prize pool at a million dollars is so high because this is the cherry on the cake for them. They all want to win it. Yeah, one million US dollars is up for grabs besides bragging rights as well uh, that you need. Uh, the teams this weekend, it's the True Rippers Esports from India and Team Wawa from Pakistan. Yeah, so we should be clear those that is the show match, right? So those, <laughs> those two teams yeah. are not up, but the but the FaZe Clans and, and the G2s and the Team Vitalities, which are the really big brands within Esports and Cloud9, they are playing for that prize pool of a million dollars and they've got the world's superstars within their groups. Uh, I think it's a uh, incredible the, the the entertainment and just uh, the level of energy that comes through with a lot of uh, a, a lot of esports um, it doesn't get a lot of widespread media coverage why do you think there's still a reluctance to accept this as a sport Look, I think you, you both touched on it at the beginning. I think that mainstream press are now starting to take uh, notice of esports. The prize pools are getting bigger. The media coverage is there. Look, the world final here is in 230 million homes around the world. Yeah. We're in 32 languages wow. broadcasted around the world. There is coverage. It's just still in some sectors considered to be a bit of a niche. Now, you know, see, to break the niche down, it, it, it the, the simplest way is to take it down to the grassroots level, which primarily means catching them young, going to schools. So is there is there a route through which, you know, we're trying to break into schools and telling the principals and the deans that, listen, this is important. Maybe some of your kids could be probably world champion tomorrow. How, how easy it is or how difficult is it to break that narrative through? Look, I think there is actually an undertaking that's happening already in the UAE. I mean, the AD Gaming have done a phenomenal job to encourage many, many talent to come on board. They've got 70-plus mm-hmm. companies working within the within the region. Um, and I think that schools and universities are taking note. The, you know, the show match that you guys have highlighted here is, is a group of young individuals that have come from somewhere. So grassroots 
is the future. And a couple of these teams have got 16, 17-year-olds playing for them who are really, really strong and future stars. We're getting a lot of messages uh, that are coming through in regards to this. We've received a WhatsApp message from Evil, Evil Eye on WhatsApp saying, uh, I still use my WhatsApp name as my Counter-Strike name, you see? There you go, you see? <laughs> you can't let go. I hope Evil Eye will be down there this weekend cheering on. <laughs> well, they, what is it about Abu Dhabi? Because the World Final uh, was held in Abu Dhabi uh, last year, 2022. Uh, what made the you come back and have the world final here again in the UAE. Yeah, look, 2022 was the first of, uh, of of our world finals in in the region. The success was phenomenal, palpable. In fact, I mean, there were thousands and thousands of people that turned up at the Etihad Arena, and so that welcome was amazing. By the way, the players absolutely loved it here. The teams loved it. The talent loved it. The broadcast time is really good for the world, by the way, because of the geographical situation. Mm-hmm. And so, all of those factors combined, it's 27 degrees in the UK. We've got like four <laughs> degrees, and you know, in some parts of America, it's really cold. So. This is a really plus a plus place to be. This is amazing. You know, the whole whole thing is coming along really, really well. Now, for for the ones who are intending to probably make this as a future, or the parents who are listening to us who probably have kids who play, uh, you know, e games at home, uh, what what is the message that you would want to send out to them, telling them that there is a future not just limited to you know one tournament, but there's, there's a global uh, uh, a global arena is set for them. Look, I, I think the thing here is that you, when you're a parent, and I've got three kids myself, right, you want to consider this that they may well want to be players but they may also want to work within the profession. With mm. Inside the Company, we have multiple people who are broadcast specialists, production experts, people who are officials, in-game leaders and stuff like that. You know, there are multiple jobs within esports. That doesn't mean you have to be the, you know, the David Beckham of esports per se. And I think that's important. I think this is a future career path for many people that don't even know it yet. Exactly, yeah. Well, it's going to be a big event coming up. It's, a, it's going to be at the Etihad Arena, Yas Island, this weekend. As we said, one of the big showdowns is India versus Pakistan in Counter-Strike. Are tickets are still available for anyone who wants to get down there? Tickets are still available. We have a festival zone, which is called the Blast Fest. There's a bunch of different activations going on down there. There's a whole virtual reality area. I think there's even like a competition where I think you can win up to 40,000 dirham, would you believe, wow. by competing on the day. So tickets still available online and tickets available on site as well and, and it should be very busy is it an opportunity do you see many kids taking their parents down to maybe try and educate them in mum and dad this is actually serious stuff yeah we do see that quite often in different parts of the world where mum and dad bring mm-hmm. down children and then they're like oh hold on this is exactly what's going down <laughs> now i get it and they see the pure spectacle of it and they see the skill and the talent of these players and then they're like oh okay now i get it and so i think this is an opportunity for kids to persuade their parents to come down to the etihad on the weekend <laughs> uh, on the uh, WhatsApp 0586861003. Can you please shout out to uh, our group in Counter-Strike, NGM. We are newbies on God Mode. So there you go, guys. Hopefully you get down there uh, to Yas Island this weekend uh, as well. Uh, being, uh, you know, one of the uh, the world titles this weekend, internationally, which country do you think is having the most growth? Could you, are you able to uh, pinpoint down to which country has experienced the highest uptake of, of esports? Look, I think esports is, is big in different parts of the world. It is growing massively here in the region between the UAE and Saudi. There's a you know an enormous amount of growth taking mm-hmm. part. 
Northern Europe, huge. So Scandinavia for esports okay. is bread and butter. Literally in their schools. You mentioned that earlier on. Um, and then, of course, Brazil. Brazil, they are fanatical wow. about various different esports. Counter-Strike is one. Rainbow Six is another. And then you've got different communities in Southeast Asia playing different games. PUBG, as an example, in India is absolutely huge. So different games in different places. Is there a reason why these different games in different regions work around better? Or, or is there a reason why some geographies respond better to e-games? I mean, look, some of the games which are free to play in certain geographies have become easier for people to access. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, Call of Duty available on mobile, as an example, very easy for people to access who've got the right equipment. That is making a big difference. Um, and then there just happens to be a propensity to a certain game in a certain territory, which continues from generation to generation mm-hmm. like traditional sport. Well, if you want to get down there, as we said this weekend, Yas Island's Etihad Arena is the venue for the global tournament. There's a prize pool of one million US dollars for the Tier One season ending event. It's uh, running uh, right across uh, this weekend. And Robbie Durek, the CEO of Blast, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for your time. TSB Talksport Business on Talk 100.3. Hey, welcome to the Next Wave Podcast. Consider us your chief AI officer in your business. My name is Matt Wolf. I have the number one YouTube channel in the AI space. I also run futuretools.com and I'm joined by my co-host, Nathan Lands, founder of lore.com. We want to bring you the latest AI news and trends, show you how you can use AI in your business and personal life and help make it super easy for you to understand and execute. We're going to equip you with the knowledge to thrive in this upcoming wave of change. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.